I read here quickly the book of Genesis chapter 37 from verse five to 11. Um, I will need somebody to read verses seven and eight. Now, well, I'll read from here five, uh, from verse five to, uh, to, to, to six. I mean, from verse one to six. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wife. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it his brethren and they hated him yet the more. I pray for you, you will not share your dream with your enemy. I pray for you, you will not share your dream with your enemy. Amen. Now, the Bible says, and he said unto them, Here, I pray you this dream which I have dreamt. Who is reading verse 7 and 8? For behold, they were binding sheep in the field, and lo, my sheep arose, and also stood upright, and behold, your sheep stood round about, and made obeisance to my sheep. Verses 8, and his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. Thank you. Verse 9, <clears throat> and he dreamed yet another dream and told it his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the, 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 the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obedience to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him, rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamt? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? Verse 11. And his brethren envied him. Can you see the progression? They hated him. From hatred, he yielded to what? They envied him. But his father observed the, the same. There are many things to learn from here. But we have been looking at the, the exhortation line, don't look back. And our subtitle is laying your hands on the plow. Now, Luke chapter 9, verse 62 tells us that anyone that lays his hand to the plow and look back is not fit for the kingdom of God. And we began by looking at the physical plow, what it represents. And we mentioned it represents your, your visions and your dream. Now, we've looked at partly uh, to avoid going back on your dreams and vision. The last time God uh, you know, helped us uh, was... Uh, to believe in God and in your visions, like Mary. Mary said unto me, be it unto me according to that word. 
And then number two is to write your visions and dreams down. And then be careful of people that you share your, your visions and dreams. Those were the three points we mentioned regarding that. Now, we will mention a few other points. Um, again, this is the story of Joseph. It's, it's a very familiar story to some of us. Joseph, God had a great plan for him, not just for him, but God's plan for Joseph was to use him as a deliverer in the future to save his family, to save Egypt, to save even the entire world at that time. Now, uh, to avoid going back on your visions, make your vision very clear, plain. That is, make it plain. Some visions and dreams are vague. They are vague. That means, uh, let's say, uh, when, you, when you say, um, God says, I'll become a world evangelist. Well, that's a big vision. But let us be specific. World evangelist in what aspect? If we're going to take the lives of uh, maybe, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, um, the lives of Billy Graham as an example, uh, or the life of, uh, uh, there are two, these two examples. So, but uh, of, um, Rehabonke, Rehabonke. Rehabonke was an evangelist, but God called him specifically to Africa villages, you know, crusade. So he knows what God called him for. And the same thing with Billy Graham. Billy Graham didn't say, oh, Rare Bunky was all over Africa. And uh, I tell you, it's not only Africa that there is so. There is so to be one here in Winnipeg and in America, in all over the world, even in UK, England, even in the palace of the queen, there is souls to be one there. So Billy Graham did not say I'm good. So why did I cite those examples by the help of the Holy Ghost? Make your vision very clear. Know specifically what God has called you to do. Uh, we don't have time. We are specifically know what God wants you to do. So for to avoid going back, many people have gone back because they are not clear with their vision. They don't really know specifically what God wants them to do. And how do you know? Go to the God in the place of prayer. Say, Lord, make it clear. Also, to avoid going back, you need to build your faith. Because usually visions are bigger. Our visions are bigger than our faith. Yes, and I say that again. Your vision, if it is from God, it will be bigger than your faith. And so, this is the way God does it. He shows you a big vision that he knows you have zero faith to accomplish. And then, so that vision, what God does is that to drive you to increase your faith. So the more your faith grows, then the, you, know, you begin to see the possibility of that vision. But if you say you have a vision right now, and your vision is less than your faith, and what do I mean by less than your faith? You have a measure of faith. If you are telling me your vision right now, uh, your vision is to, to, to feed uh, you know, one family. That's not a vision. That's not a vision. Anything you can accomplish in your own strength, 
right now. It's not a vision. That will be that one is Thanksgiving. But if you if you say, oh, God has called you to feed the families all over the world, then you need faith to bring that to pass. So to avoid going back on your vision, brethren, you need to build your faith. The stronger your faith, the bigger and impactful your vision becomes. The stronger your faith in Jesus Christ, the stronger and impactful your vision becomes. Uh, let's take one more. And uh, now, number six. Again, number four, make your vision very clear. Know specifically what God has asked you to do. Number five, you need to build your faith. Your faith, one way to know if your vision is from God or not is that it's bigger than your own faith. And so when you go back to God to pray, God increases your faith to bring the vision to pass. And then lastly, for now, invest time in your visions and dreams. Visions and dreams do not just come to pass by wishing for them to come to pass. Remember, you have an adversary. You have the enemy. The enemy knows the potentials. Like, you know, scientific people say the kinetic, you know, kinetic energy, the potential that your vision carries. He knows that it will draw souls. He knows that people will be healed. He knows that there'll be multitude, you know, that'll be drawn out of hell. And so he will do everything to frustrate you out of that dream and vision. So spend time in, 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 in your vision. Time in what? In prayer. Time in what? In training. Maybe there are training you need to acquire. Time in what? In learning, understanding the, the industry that you are called into. Don't just say, I have a vision and you want to jump right into it. No, you have to take time you know, to study. I was sharing with the media a few days ago. I was sharing, you know, with them. And, you know, most of the time when, when the Lord opened my, there are many things that we are discovering, particularly in the music, in the Christian, in the, in the Christian, uh, you know, music, uh, uh, you know, say ministry now. So uh, there are many things. And so each time I discover them, I will call the media, call the people, the choir, and share with them. Say, so this, is, this is it. This will, so we, we are investing time to train. Some time we meet is to learn, to improve, you know, little, little things, but it takes time to improve on all those things. So I pray for you this morning. Your vision will come to pass. All the generations of the sons of God that may be against your vision, they, they will come and bow down like Joseph brother did. To you in the name of Jesus. Anyone that have vowed and said they will not see your vision come to pass, or anyone that have said over their dead body, in the name of Jesus, that their statement will surely come to pass. Because that means that they will not be alive yet to fulfill your vision in the name of Jesus. And I pray for you also support other people to, to, to see that the more you help people to solve their problem, to fulfill their vision, God opened doors for you. I want you to bow down your head this morning. This is the much we are going to take by the help of God. Now, talking about what to do to avoid going back on your vision. Now, I'd like you to unmute your devices as we pray in this few minutes that we have left. Uh, we talked about your vision was declared. Maybe God has given you a vision that is not clear enough. This is the time. Now, first, I appreciate him for the word you have heard. Give him the glory. Say, Father, I thank you 
for the word that you have sent unto me this morning. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, I give you praise. I give you honor. I thank you. Now, pray this morning, Father, make my vision clear. Your visions for my life, that which you have planned for me, make it clear. Lord, give me in-depth understanding in the name of Jesus. Pray that the Lord will build your faith in the name of Jesus. You will grow in faith. And then lastly, pray and say, Lord, help me, Lord, to acquire the needed skill, the needed uh, training. Help me to invest time into see my dreams and vision come to power. Lift up your voice. Are you here this morning? You are not born again. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. And I and this morning, I want to invite you to come to He's the one that can bring your dreams and vision to power. I want to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today a sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now you are going to ask the Lord, what do you want God to do for you today as you go? I'll go ahead. Now you can mute your devices, mute your devices, tell him what you desire. Father, this morning I pray as many that have accepted you as Lord and Savior, forgive them their sin, write their name in the book of life, and let it be well with them. Your plans and vision for their life bring it to pass. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Now ask the Lord, what do you want him to do today? In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. I'd like you to stretch forth your hand as we pray this morning. My Father, my God, I want to thank you for this blessed morning. Thank you for your word. Thank you for all the prayers that have been offered. Lord Jesus, we return the glory. Thank you for all the testimony. Please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, as many that may be sick in their body, this morning, let the power of God let the power of the Holy Ghost touch them and heal them now in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Strength symptom, I command you to go in the name of Jesus. Your expectation will not be cut short in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning, all the visions that God has for you, it will surely come to pass in the name of Jesus. As you go out today, you will be victorious. You will conquer. Your light will shine in the name of Jesus. God will lead the way and it shall be well with you. You will have testimony today. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayer. 